Welcome back to the Gift of Gab. I'm your host, Gabby Grahek. And today we're taking just a slight detour from the format of the prior four episodes. It's just me today. I'm just going to give a brief life check-in this week because I'm in the midst of something that as as working humans, kind of the everyday person, only gets to go through maybe a couple times in their lives, which is this career pause, this career break. I keep calling it my in-between. And not chosen, but regardless, I think something I've commonly said since my position was eliminated with my prior employer, um, that happened on July 11th, so it's been about a month and a half, is thank you for laying me off in the summer. I mean, this has been an amazing summer for me. And what I want to talk about today are just a couple observations I've made and they entail what I've been up to. So life update, what's going on, kind of what a normal day in the in-between looks like for me. Things that I haven't done that maybe I thought I was going to do more of. And in comparing those things, setting a goal and putting it out in the universe to have accountability to do more of certain things going forward. So what does a day in the in-between look like for me? Honestly, these days go so quickly. Um, If I don't have a plan or a schedule, I definitely have had days where the technology addiction sets in and I'll get lost in a TikTok scroll or some YouTube YouTube channel rabbit hole or something, I definitely get pulled into it. The apps are doing their job and they have me. I'm already a user and a, and a practitioner trying to stay abreast of social media, trending topics and, and algorithm changes and functionality updates. It's, it's something I want to stay up to date on. But on the flip side of that, I haven't been probably as active as I thought I would be. So I'm very much in like a lurker state and that's been really nice. So instead of needing to be ready at a moment's notice to answer a question about something that's happening in the news cycle and how it might impact a message that's teed up and how that could be misconstrued or or have a different level of appropriateness based on whatever the news cycle has and how it might impact your content calendar. Like, I can just be an observer. I can just be a participant instead of needing to necessarily be a strategist right now. And that's been really nice. I've been able to opt out of social media in a way that I haven't before. And people have referenced things or I've been out of the loop or I haven't known the joke. I haven't understood the punchline And when you're in it, I mean, sometimes your ego is in it and you're like, oh my God, I should have known that, right? But I've said on this podcast, I've said on other podcasts where I've been, I guess, like you just can't know everything all the time. And right now I don't have to know everything all the time. And again, that has been such a nice mental break for me. So while that pull to technology definitely happens and can be a bit of a time suck and not a bit of a time suck, like a major time suck, depending on if I'm able to kind of snap out of it or not. Beyond that, I've been taking advantage of my fitness membership. So going and trying new classes, 
hanging out at the Lifetime pool. That's been amazing. I've been spending a lot of time in my garden, which I know I've talked about on prior episodes too, that there's been such a learning curve this year for my first year of having big raised garden beds. And I'm growing zucchini, two variations of tomatoes. I had lettuce, but it bolted. So I tore all that up and I planted carrots hoping for a fall harvest. We also have green beans and then some variations of peppers. So quite a variety of things. And I've really only ever grown tomatoes in my life. So I've learned a lot about gardening. It's taken a lot of patience. It's also been an opportunity where that's something where I go do that activity and make sure I leave. I'll either either listen to a podcast to have my hands free or I'll just be quiet and be in nature. And it's so nice to just be barefoot and getting your hands dirty and in the sunshine. So that's been a really great activity for me just to clear my head and some practice some mental health and some boundaries. It's also been fun to have my son help me with that and incorporate that into some of our daily tasks. He likes helping me out watering the garden and we like to go pick the cherry tomatoes and eat them right off the vine too. So that's really fun. And other things I do include work on this podcast and just general home upkeep and parenting. I mean, my son is going through a lot of transitions right now. We're both in the midst of potty training him as well as a few weeks into a transition out of a crib into a toddler bed. It's a lot. There's a lot of patience that needs to be employed for my husband and I. There's a lot of communication that we need to practice and keep up on just because we want to make sure that we're praising him the same way and setting the same boundaries and setting the same expectations for each other as as parents, but then also on to the child that we're coaching through these transitions. Working also with daycare where he still goes full time as we work through these transitions is another element that takes up a lot of mental space. And one thing I've learned in the in-between, which I've coined my season of slow, you'll notice a lot of the things that I'm mentioning don't have a lot of deliverables. There's not a lot that I'm completing. There's not a lot that I'm like that's such the American way to to, to deliver, to complete, to have numbers and, and production and deadlines and all these things. And that's just not what my summer has been. And we see that exhibited in how we're transitioning my kid through some of these big life changes. But I lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? Here's where I was going with this. It's so interesting now that I've been given this opportunity to be in the slower season where I felt my energy shifting. And although as I've matured in my professional career, I've made my identity as a worker less of myself. You can, you can identify the people in an office who work as their whole identity, right? I, as I've progressed through my career, have just, I'm a hard worker. I do good work. I care about my work. I care about the quality of my work. And I care about my reputation as a worker. But I'm not putting those things on my gravestone. Those aren't the things that I'm going to hang my hat on at the end of the day or the end of my life and think, wow, I'm so glad that I wrote those 
many hundreds of thousands of pieces of social media content. And maybe for, maybe I'm speaking too soon. Maybe my next opportunity will be something that's life changing, earth shattering, super important to society. And not that the work hasn't been like important in the past, but what I'm getting at is I'm just not a martyr for it. And even less so as I've aged. And will continue to probably feel that way. So separating my identity away from that and putting that energy into my identity as a family member, my identity as a connector, my identity as an optimist, those things that make me the me at my core, not the me who I am when I show up in certain spaces, that's been really interesting. But so the me, the identity that needs energy now that my working identity doesn't need anything for me, being that I'm in my in-between, I'm realizing the thresholds at which I need energy to be my definition of a good parent needed so much more from me. And I'm able to give it into that area of my life now that I'm not working. And I don't want to not work I like having projects and I like having some additional purpose because while I love being a mother, that's that's not it for me. Emmett goes to daycare full time. It makes me a better parent to have time away than it than it would be than if he was around all the time. And everyone make your own choices on that. This is my flavor of parenting and life. It's just. I had a revelation one day when I felt like, gosh, I am just thriving. Like things were clicking or we were having a really good day or maybe I think it was a moment where maybe we weren't having a good day, but I was getting through it. I felt I felt like I had more stamina to get through the bad moments and that felt amazing. <laughs> I mean, what a gift because this is such a hard age I mean, every age has a different version of hard, but right now just the random and violent mood swings that come with a toddler, the constant negotiation, the the reconciliation that needs to be made too after some of those tantrums because my son so clearly feels bad after he acts out and I feel bad because sometimes I'm not a parent I'm proud of in those moments. And prioritizing that to make sure that we both are like preserving our relationship is there's actually energy to do some of that rather than having it just carry over because I don't have time to do that. I have to move on to my next thing or waking up in the morning with resentment because my son didn't sleep well because he didn't want to be alone in his toddler bed. And I've got an 8 a.m. meeting and deliverables. I've got to send my little emails and all this stuff. And it just like it's it's been so great to be able to have these transitions with him line up with my slow season when I can just flow with my energy. And I need to make a note and acknowledge just briefly that I am completely aware of the luxury that I have of this time, that this is not the luxury that every single person gets to have, that not every person who is a parent or guardian has a partner like I do or an involved partner like I do who can allow me to be able to like take a break and practice mental health and shares the shares the mental load and the physical load of house management and all of that. And also, 
financially support this transition because he and I have made some pretty good decisions. So we have the luxury, this buffer of me not needing to jump right back into work, which has been fabulous. Huge, takes a huge amount of stress off of us. Um, and yeah, I'm just really recognizing that that's really special to be able to do, take a break as, as already as long as I've taken a break and can continue to do so till the right thing comes along, really. So that's kind of where I'm at. And in the midst of talking about all of that, I've alluded to some of the things that I haven't done in my month and a half of my in-between so far that I really thought I would do right away. I mean, I was so filled with energy. I was really inspired to just tackle some personal projects and even some home things. I mean, we've lived in our home now for about two years and there's things like pictures in the basement that still have, that I still need to hang. Um, there's like furniture I still need to build. There's, there's, Organ- the things still in boxes from when we moved that I've never unpacked, which maybe I could just donate that stuff. Let's be real. Um, before winter hibernation here, maybe I will. And, and not that I don't have time. I can prioritize those things if I wanted to, right? I mean, I'm living slow. I could do it. I can make it work. I, ne- I w- can make the time. I realize it's me. But I really thought I was going to like lean in and tackle all those things. But that kind of goes back to that production mindset too. I mean, I have a list that I work off of, of just things that I need to get out of my head. Like these are the things on my mind and like my husband and I both will refer to it and he'll kind of pick stuff up and do things and I'll pick stuff up and do things. And we just kind of work off of this list and it's nice to not need to be the only one carrying it in my mind. But there's a lot I haven't done. And some of those things include just like, reading. I told myself I was going to read more. I told myself I was going to take the dogs on a walk every morning. Um, I told myself I was going to lean more into my personal brand content. I don't think, I think I've posted on LinkedIn maybe three times in the last month and a half. And I was posting like three times weekly when I was employed. So I've taken a major break from my LinkedIn presence. The podcast has been something I've put a lot of time and energy into. And even with this, there's things that are left undone that I don't do every week that I think "Mm, I should probably do that. So what's telling about that for me is here are the things I want to do with my time and here are the things that I feel like I should be doing that give me guilt when I'm not doing it. And that's been a really interesting, really interesting observance for me. Like when we set New Year's resolutions, I have goals. I have things I'd like to do. There's things I'm writing down, you know, I I pay attention to the lunar cycle. So every new moon, I'm usually sitting down and writing out what I want to accomplish in the near future. But trying to recognize where the motivation for those goals is or isn't coming from and also the prioritization of what I do now that I've had the free time has been really interesting. If you go back and listen to my episode where I talked with Steve Retka about different ways to work in social media, he made a comment about when you're working in freelance social media, you learn really quickly the things you don't want to do and the things you really like doing. 
And that hit home with for me when he said that. I've been thinking about that ever since we chatted because I'm not currently doing any consistent freelance work, but it's telling to me just from a personal perspective even. Like I've every every time I sit down to write a goal, I say I'm going to read 10 pages every day. I never read. I think I don't even know where the book that I was reading most recently, which I took on a camping trip in July and never cracked open, not even once. I don't even know where that is right now. <laughs> I have a ton of books that I have the intentions to read and just, I don't know, I just do other things with my time. I have been listening to a lot more podcasts lately and I'm calling it research, which I think is completely valid. So what do I plan to do going forward? Well, I plan to continue to network. I feel this new energy change coming on now that summer is coming to an end, where maybe it's not going to be an end of my slow season, but it syncs up with school starting. And that very much for me is a is a time of year for goal setting just as much as New Year's is. In fact, I usually am set stronger goals and feel more energy towards accomplishing goals with the school year start so in September and then again in spring like winter for me new year's for me I never feel like that to me feels more like a check-in like did I do what I said I was going to do even through the stress of the holidays rather than setting anything up that feels new so I'm sure reading will be on the list (laughs) we're currently in a heat wave in Minnesota it's pretty gnarly. I mean, the last couple of days have just straight up felt like Florida up here, which is wild. I mean, it's it's humid. It's hot and humid heat. I'm not even letting my dog stay outside for very long. I mean, between that and the air quality, I don't know. But once we get into some of that fall crisp air, we can finally open the windows again and enjoy like a fresh breeze. I think I will pick up the dog walking situation again. If I'm still in my in-between at that point, I'd really like to make that part of my normal before it gets too dark in the morning to do anything because once that hits, then my circadian rhythm is just super messed up. I'll continue podcasting, so that'll be great. But other than that, I'm kind of just remaining open. I have a few things written down that I'd like to accomplish or I'd like to throw my hat in the ring for and try um, in the realm of of personal brand growth and career development. So stay tuned on that. I don't want to jinx it, but you know, I'm manifesting it. I'm making it happen. And it's kind of like this quote from one of my favorite movies ever. It's called Best in Show. And Jennifer Coolidge plays this character that owns a an award-winning show dog. And she's the owner, but she doesn't show the dog. And she's standing at the concession stand, just like eating popcorn in a really ridiculous outfit. And nonchalantly, she's like looking at the camera and this whole movie has has awkward interview styles, kind of like The Office. And if you haven't seen it, write it down. Go watch it. It's hilarious. It's a, it's a family favorite. And she just kind of says, I'm just waiting for a sign from myself. So I'm not going to go yet. <laughs> and that's the vibe right now. So it's been... It's been really great to be in the in-between. I've so, th- I've like I've mentioned in my second episode talking about layoffs, this is the second time that my role has been eliminated unexpectedly. The first time it happened to me, it was January. And I remember we adopted our puppy. And so I spent a lot of time playing with my puppy and potty training him. 
And I played a lot of video games. There just wasn't, I mean, it was the height of Minnesota winter. There just wasn't as much going on. Or I didn't have the motivation. Or I don't know. I think I was feeling pretty sorry for myself on that one. And this time around, it's slow, but it's in a different way. I mean, I kind of set the parameter for myself. I'm still a gamer. There's a lot of unfinished games in my living room, but I think I've played like one time during the day. Yeah, I've been hanging out with friends a lot. I don't know. I've just been just kind of been doing whatever, whatever I feel like, which is so great. I don't know how to end this. I don't know how to wrap this up. I guess in our upcoming episodes, you can expect that we will return back to interview style podcasts. I appreciate everyone for listening and following along and offering support in different ways, whether it's just a listen or you rate an episode or you subscribe to the podcast and follow the podcast on social media. I appreciate all of it. I appreciate all of you. I hope everyone has a great day. If you're in Minnesota, stay cool. And if you're in Minnesota headed to the fair, safe travels, eat a lot, (laughs) enjoy, and I'll catch you next time.